love me like she does. Ooh, she does. Understand. Yes, Understand. Well, first off, I missed a few. Well, okay, let's, let's let's step back. First off, we had a podcast. Well, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um. So we fucked it up. Yeah, we've gone like a month out of podcast. We had one two technical difficulties two weeks ago. Um, I don't know. It was weird. I went to go publish it, and the entire audio erased. Yeah. So all that porn you watch on the computer, I think. Constantly. Yeah, it definitely. Uh, I mean, I got viruses coming out the ass, but it's never messed with my recording program. Yeah, and he likes things in, up, out, the ass all the time. But yes. anyways. You would know that. <laughs> so, I'm just, he, so first off, this is initiate contact for drinking BV diets. What do you yes. fucking do? Oh, uh, yes. Are you it, empty? No, no, no. I halfway say. there. And we've been drinking them all day because Midlands is going on. This is eight years aged BV we're drinking, Gav. Are we really? Yeah, it was, it was, uh, this was. Like, cr- how much more is that? It was funny. Um, I got this, I don't know, maybe. I, I feel like. Maybe I, six. I think I have a little deja vu, like we talked about well, this. Well, I figure before, people but. consume BV at such a fast. Yeah, end. by the gallon per day. Yeah. It, yeah, it's so, like milk. So. Like, when I was growing up, my mom would always tell people, like, ugh. Gavin drinks at least a gallon a day. So eight, and, and now I drink. I like shortened up the milk intake and gained up the BV intake. It's about even. So about eight, tonight. eight years aged BV is near impossible, in my opinion. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna be drank beforehand. Like, why wouldn't it be? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, there'd have to be a lot of sober people in the world. I don't think there is really, like. <laughs> well, not not for BV at least. No, I mean that's uh. So my my actually my uh, my fiance's parents got me these tumbler things. A bit no no no. Oh. She got me the big bottle of B- eight years. Age like how big a bottle? BV. Like the gallon thing. The gallon. Yeah. The yeah. gallon. Yeah. And it was funny because I opened it and I and I look at it and I, and I was like, oh, you guys you guys know me. <laughs> And uh, and uh, she goes she goes yeah we got the biggest bottle so it should last a while and I looked at Kirsten <laughs> and I go or a podcast <laughs> wait oh and once then, again this is throwing me on and then she scowled at me but she got it well I I guess we should also mention what we're drinking out if you want to explain oh that. yeah we're drinking out of these nice little uh, the tumblers right tumbler glasses yeah where'd you get I. White elephant gift, Hawkeyes, dope, who, who, huh? Who, who gave it to you? It was a white elephant gift. I know, but like uh, your my grandparents. Oh, so your side? Yeah, oh, that, no, dad's no. side. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, so I mean they're freaking sweet. Actually. They're dope. There's four of them. Like our ice, like we won't have to refill the ice. We'll have it to came, refill the drinks. It came down. If anything, who was it? Your, your grandparents? Well, you think uh, is the one that actually no, got them? no. I I think it was Uncle Jim or Uncle Keith. Okay, but but it came down to I was the fifth pick overall. Yeah, and it came down to the last pick. There was just eight, like recess there, picking there, out the there football was, team back in like fourth grade. You were the fifth pick. Yeah, every every time it was last pick. That's a pretty uh, good pick in but, my book. But every time, uh, so you know, like the last person in White Elephant has the best chance at a good gift. Sure, right? they get they get yeah, a trade. They yeah. get a, they get to steal whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. So the last two people 
they tormented me. It was my it was my cousin Scott, and my uncle Jim. Okay. And they both came over, walked all the way across the room. There's a it's a big family, so they walked they walked a, a good distance to get, to get to me, and they grabbed the gift out of my hand and they looked at it. And everyone knew, <laughs> every single family member knew how much I wanted this as my as my white elephant gift. Sure. And they came over, and I instantly like I started breaking out. I my face Didn't acne my well maybe no it was <laughs> some type of rash I got though. you all right keep going I turned red yeah. I started sweating yeah. I was freaking out um they messed with me but and so how'd you get them then none of them stole it oh they just fucked with they you. fucked with me uh, I got you got you they fucked with me it was uh. <laughs> It was a good story for me. The only thing that would make these things better because, it, like, this coating is gray, and then the stainless steel on the inside, and so like, double your layered. Hands, yeah, it's it's layered with a. I think it's like a nitrogen, uh, like the insulated gases in the middle. But anyway, so your hands don't actually feel the cold on the stainless steel that's on the inside. My hands are sweating. Yeah, it's freezing yeah. in there. <laughs> but they are only what sixteen ounces. Yeah, so we have an extra. Yeah, yeah. So we we poured an extra. <laughs> God, we got problems. Anyway, so this is initiate contact, and oh, oh, and as part of our uh, extra, extra, you guys will hear us complain or praise some of the dumb shits that leave us comments. Oh, let's say that for the extra, extra. No, oh, I know. I'm saying that's on the extra, extra because that was going to be shit. Some are cool, so, very few, but there's. Uh... <laughs> but you can't even necessarily disagree with what some of the bad comments say. No, but I still hate their guts. Yeah, for sure, yeah. because they don't get it. Yeah, they don't get it. Yeah, I'm like they, on... like they get it because they describe us perfectly. Like, like when I read, but they their... look at it from a negative perspective. Yeah, no, and that's I... wrong. Yeah, I mean... because that's. I mean, yeah, I agree. Kind of what I want to be. I, can, I semi-agree with them. But at the same time, just for calling it out, like I want to bend over their mom right in front of them. You know what I'm saying? Well, I want to do that with the ones that like us. Oh. Well, Even. Okay. Like, why yeah. not? Why yeah. not everyone? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to discriminate, Gab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, point well made. Okay. I'm yeah, there's a positive in all. Oh. I'm, I'm kidding, Kirsten. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, we got Midlands right now. Oh. And ah, there's ups and downs. A lot more downs than I feel there was ups. A lot of... A er- lot of which... A lot of a lot of early ups. A lot of late downs. Well, that's... Mixed in, sprinkled with some dust on top of ups. Wow. So, a right. lo- lot of ups, <laughs> couple of downs on the way. A lot but of But this- then at the end... Mostly downs, sprinkled with a nice... Uh, Enough uh, with your goddamn sprinkles. Yeah, Fuck. I like sprinkles. Who doesn't, right. who doesn't like sprinkles, Gavin? Just for the color of the taste, say it's the same. I mean, it's a fucking worthless. But anyways, so uh, <laughs> a lot of it is the teams involved. Like, we're talking the second best team to us right now. I mean, well, in the end, actually, it was you and I. Right? Yeah. It's a weak, it's, Come on. It's a weak tournament, man. I mean, granted, there's some like Wisconsin. We saw like Evan Wick. We saw, saw some the, Arizona State. Yeah, Arizona State. We yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, we 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 saw the Valencias, and then I mean, sure, there's a few sprinkled around there, as you would put it, with your goddamn sprinkles. But you love 
You're going to come around to sprinkles by the end of this podcast. What do you think about chocolate sprinkles? Yeah, they're cool. No, they're the dumbest fucking thing on earth. No, they're sprinkles. Bland. Uh, sprinkles, sprinkles are only meant to be they, they, like, colorful. They taste like wax. Fancy. They taste yeah, like wax. Exactly. What's but, the point of them then? Because they look like shits. They're like, usually on little, top. Little, little, tiny, like, but fucking rat shits but on your Followed by sprinkles, cream. like, the only way they stick to something is by frosting. So, no. frosting's ice really cream. good. Ice cream. Well, who who has sprinkles on ice cream? Well, I'm God, just saying. Don't be dumb. Nobody has chocolate but sprinkles on, on ice cream. Casey's Donuts, I'm sorry. No. The best Casey's Donuts have sprinkles. Actually, I do have a thing for uh, Casey's Donuts, the cake donuts. Yeah. White, this world white frosting. I'm not a big fan of just... Regular donuts. White frosting cake donuts from yes. Casey's with yes. sprinkles is okay. the best fucking donut in this in the America. You know what? Actually, because it's deep fat fried and it has a a a, 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 a the crispy little crunch. And then, yeah, yes, yeah, I, know. Oh, I, know, I know. God, I know. But I fucking hate when people do like. And so lately, though, so I usually hate when people fuck with donuts. Okay. Uh, they start doing this crazy stuff, like like Hertz donuts and stuff. They do like this crazy, like put put cereal on it, and the cereal goes fucking. I don't uh, like those. You know, stale, stale as fuck. Yeah, you and gotta it eat it chewy. right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure it's really good right away. Eating, I never get that. I never ever. Yeah. Nobody. I don't think nobody ever has because somebody because they make ordered, them at like four fucking a.m. They order them and then somebody so, picks them up and then they bring them to you. Yeah. And by that point. It's dry, it's cereal that's been sitting out for yeah. four hours. And first off, and at who, that point, it's completely worthless. Who's ordering donuts? Who's ordering them like the day before to be made for you to pick? You know, like who does that? Like how, who's that? Like I'm a fat fuck, but who who like decides the day before that I need donuts tomorrow? <laughs> no, know? you're you're one hundred percent. I agree with you, man. But anyways. Uh, so I'm not a, a fan of fancy donuts, but those blueberry donuts from Casey's, when they, I don't know if, if it's a seasonal thing or whatever, and it's like blueberry, and so it's like blueberry muffin, but in a donut shape, and then they glaze it. I cream my pants every time. I could tell by the look <laughs> in your eyes on, when you said that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sensitive. What? Are, is this the Extra Extra Podcast? Oh, or, no, no. Oh, this, oh, is, the, okay, this is the Midlands, Midlands yeah, sorry, Podcast. Sorry, I was just <laughs> thinking about my... Okay, donuts. so we have... Uh, you want to go through it weight by weight then? Yeah, we might as well. First off, uh, I missed the first half. I was like doing some fun and shit. And so, uh, man, man shit. so Spencer Lee... Uh, starting at 125. And, and, and so Spencer Lee, we all know that he's... He's going to be right in there. But. He's at a, he's at another level. At the same time last year, well, actually, tell him how he did this year. So, ultimately ended up, God, that's a tongue tongue twister. Ultimately ended up getting a second place. <laughs> it's only a tongue twister when you drink. Ultimately is a long word, Gavin. Followed Eight by second. Aged. Back, back Ultimately, forward. followed by second is not an easy combination of words when you're drunk. Okay. Just so you know. All right? You know what? Fuck off. <laughs> so. You want some chew? Will that help? Wait. Yeah. Do we have chew? Yeah, I got oh, some. Oh, no. You here. see that hidden in the DVDs right there? No. no, no you, yeah, you do. Top level. 
right. No, I don't like Grizzly. I don't want Grizzly. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Spencer Lee ends up getting second. Um, one thing that was a little bit concerning was seeing uh, Patrick Glory close the gap between the duel and the semis. It was, uh, it, I mean, Spencer Lee was going to win that match no matter what, but it, it, it shows that maybe a Styles kids are able so to So that figure. Patrick Glory, what was the uh, duel? The match. duel, I believe, uh, I don't know if it was a tech fall, but it was damn close. Well, I mean, Spencer Lee beat him 12 to 6. I know. But he's close. Here's the thing. Like I got people. I'm afraid that Spencer Lee's style possibly well can be adapted to. Well, I don't. I, I'm not going to say he's one dimensional because he's a fucking national champ and he's a stud and blah 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 blah. blah. But we had this conversation. He is a guy that he cannot like. If you take all the national champions in the world and put them in a box. And of that box, you make stats. Of those stats, Spencer Lee is in easily the bottom oh. five percentile as far as being able to take people above back. everybody. Hmm. I would say he's above everybody. At, at taking people down. Yeah. No. At one twenty-five. No, I'm saying everybody. You put all the national champs. Oh, okay. okay. All the best of the best. Everywhere. In a box. And you take the stats of those guys. And you say, hey, let's let's find out where what makes each one better. He is in the bottom five percentile, I would say, as far as taking people down. No. I disagree. He okay. he That's fair. He takes everyone down. Sure. Everyone he wrestles. He takes everyone down once. Rivera was the first person that he didn't take down right away. Sure. All year. Because he has an awesome fireman's. He has a great Kelly. He he controls his guy because he's that much stronger. He gets a, a grip on your forearm or your uh, tricep, I mean. He gets a grip on your tricep. He's taking you down. Yeah. I'm saying that he's, in my mind... He's average from uh, – I shouldn't say average. Average is drastically off. I, would, I, would I will say, say he is not that awesome from his feet. He has one incredible abil- ability, and it is his grip. And somehow it, it, it defies logic almost because you watch him wrestle. You watch what he does with his tilts. And you watch the shots that he gets. It is almost always. It, it comes from a grip. It, it, it comes from a fireman's. To where he locks that arm in place. Or it comes from a Kelly. To where that kid's arm is trapped. Well, so so here's, here's what I was going to say. So if people start finding out that they can wrestle with him from their feet. All they have to do is... Do what Rivera did. Well, well, first off, we haven't gone over what Rivera did. But um, all they have to do is back out, wait to the last second, 
you know, maybe last minute of every period and try getting that last you, takedown. You miss Rivera's match. Yes, I you, did. You just described what Rivera did. Boom. So, I'm just saying, like, he's a guy that if I was wrestling specially, me personally, which I'm terrible. So it would never work for me. <laughs> never, ever. Even even me weighing 120 pounds more than him, it won't work. But anyways, I would wait to the last minute, try to get that takedown. If I don't get that takedown, it's out of bounds or it's fucking, you know, uh, stalling or me or whatever the fuck it's going to take. And, and leave it, maybe even wait for overtime and to where it's a takedown that matters. Sure. I agree with you, man. And uh, and that's where you have to beat him, and that's because that's his. I as I'm putting this in quotations since you guys can't see me. Quotations. That's his weakness. So what I and, and as his weakness, that doesn't mean he's like that's a downfall for him as far as not going to win a national championship. That just means that that's his point of which any other national champion might be just as good what i find uh positive about this is that well it's early on in the season if this for is one. if it's gonna happen it's a great time for it to happen exactly. if, if he's gonna lose because if we remember last year he lost to ronnie Bresser right Th- here. this stops him from being complacent and being lazy and have any chance of you, you know you can't tell me when when you dominate everybody you wrestle that you oh, sure. that, that yeah, you maybe yeah. take the foot off the pedal a little bit. Well, even that, or you get so aggressive you think you could do fucking anything. Anything. Yeah, yeah. And so this puts you in check a little bit. It yeah. makes you refocus. It makes you understand that you are beatable. And it makes yeah. you... It's just kicking re- in the next gear. Yeah, yeah. What it really does is it knocks. It, sure, yeah. It's a little depressing at first, but I mean, we got some time before we wrestle again. And uh, sure, that little depression, that depression angers you enough to make you a champion later. In fact, we saw it like, like I was saying earlier, we saw it last year with Ronnie Bresser match. Like he did just get pissed off enough to say, "Hey, fuck that! I'm not losing again." Yeah. And I mean, yeah, he. I think he even lost again, but. It, I think he ended it, up forfeiting out, didn't he? Yeah, did he something finish? like that. Something like that. No, he might might have finished. I can't. But remember. anyway, anyways, it's one of those things. Like, it's a wake up call. Yeah, yeah. This is not. You can't coast a national championship in this. No, and so it's the perfect time. I honestly, we are going into the third period of this match, and uh, Spencer Lee took top. And I. No, so so hear me out. Okay. So Spencer Lee took top. And I was thinking, I I didn't want him to lose, but I thought, please don't win this match off a couple of cheap tilts, because you will you will learn nothing from what just happened. I was, I wanted him to do something more than just a couple of cheap tilts. And Rivera got to and his by feet. cheap tilts. He doesn't mean like just cheap. No, no tilt. That's the that's the actual move he uses. FYI, for those that don't know so much, it's called a cheap tilt. And our, I mean everybody everybody calls them differently, but it's basically just your like uh, two on one tilt. Yeah, it's 
I'm a man, you're not tilt. <laughs> well, it's a two-on-one tilt, yeah, you have, and then you, you stack up the hip and tilt it. Yep. Right. Uh, so, uh, uh, I didn't want him to lose, but I thought in that moment when he was down as much as he was and he took top, I, I thought to myself, it may not be the worst thing in the world for him to lose right now instead of winning by a couple of tilts that I, I, I get it. You wanted to be a Midland champions. I was still screaming for him by the, like throughout the entire third period, but I always had, I had in the back of my mind, this isn't the worst thing to happen to him right now. Yeah. And I mean, it happened to him last year. And so we know he can bounce back from me. We know he can get better from it. And I'm, I'm okay with this. Yeah. And on honestly, the way Rivera... And this is a, what, number two guy? Number three guy? What is he? Rivera's number two in the... Two. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a match he'll see again in nationals, hopefully in the finals. And uh, he learned from it. So what the the way Rivera wrestled the entire match, um, it, it completely pay, uh, played to a disadvantage of Lee because sure. Rivera backed up the entire match and he just bobbed and weed bobbed and weed bobbed and weed bobbed and weed and then he'd go i mean i mean we're talking 20 half-ass shots and then he would shoot and he'd catch spencer lee off guard and spencer lee just stalked the whole time he chased and chased if spencer lee wrestles that match granted it's not his style and granted it's not the iowa style if he just places his butt in the middle of the match and he makes just pivots. R- Rivera come to him. Sure. Because Spencer Lee's not going to get called for stalling. No. But but Rivera took enough shots throughout the match because he could catch him off guard. To he he kept catching him. And it was because Spencer Lee was being the aggressor. Yeah. So I the think aggressor next, gets punished. Sure. Exactly. Mm. In that match, yeah, Rivera. It was a really annoying match to watch because you just knew Spencer Lee couldn't get to any of his ties, and he capitalized on those by by Spencer Lee stalking him. That that's happened many a times in the Iowa history. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that's 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 probably honestly like the the most cliche thing to have a game plan going against an Iowa wrestler. Yeah, is. Yeah, just, we're going to make mistakes because we go hard and aggressive constantly. Yeah, typical like a, like a Terry Brands thing. You know, Terry Brands he made a lot of mistakes because he went balls to the wall constantly. Didn't necessarily play any conservative motions, notions. He didn't have like an idea. Like he didn't even know a conservative. He didn't know how to be relaxed. He all he knew how to do and be was mean and aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the way this match went. Tom Brands, his twin? You know, he knew he knew when to pick it. Yeah, I I consider it like uh like almost almost like I mean, we're spending a lot of time on 125, but I I almost well, it, it's a, it's a big it's a big upset, you know? It it, is. It, it, it's a it big is. match to talk about. I so. mean, we have another couple upsets to talk about. But anyways, I, I'm just saying, like, it, there's, there's, I, and I hate using the word smart wrestlers versus other wrestlers, you know, but smart wrestlers aren't exactly necessarily smart, for instance. Yeah. They're just, they know how to play the game that needs to be played to win. 
And um, sometimes that backfires, though, too. But more often than not in wrestling, the aggressor is the one that uh, gets punished most with backfire scenarios. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I get it. Uh, I know I know Tom Brand's whole mentality is it doesn't matter what the opponent does. It, it It's you want to be so good that you, I shoot, I score. You shoot, I score. Exactly. Yeah. And the whole point of it is we don't care about what you're doing. You have to worry about what we're doing. And sometimes that mentality can backfire on you a little bit when it's laser focused. You know what I mean? I like lasers. Yeah. Anyways, lasers. next. <laughs> Austin DeSanto 133 looked like a stud. Yes. Didn't see it. Uh, uh, I mean, like you did. I uh, followed on track wrestling and shit like that. I was working, but uh, go ahead. What do you? I mean, from what I see, I don't. I don't know what was that fucking. No, he or? he really, honestly, didn't have uh, didn't have a trouble with any anybody he saw. No. Um, I'm looking. Yeah. I watched the end of I'm his, seeing like uh I watched the end of his quarterfinals match and I watched the finals match. He uh fall tech fall major DQ, you know, Jesus Christ. And to get DQ'd against Asanto, you must be a douchebag. I don't know what happened. But I'm going to speculate and say kid was a douche. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like DeSanto's the one to get DQ'd out of anybody on our team. By far. Yeah. So, what do you think about... So, Tomasello didn't get, make it far in this bracket. Mm. He, uh, injury defaulted out. Yeah. I mean, I So, don't. we're better... So, DeSanto's better than Tomasello, I think. Well, yeah, naturally. Yeah. So, we probably have a hey, national you know champion. Well, I mean, what, what side of the bracket again, is he on? Again. I don't even see him. So... Well, he was on the top side. He's number one seed. But he, he injury defaulted out. So I have no idea what happened there. Actually, that's probably something serious. That's probably, you know, unfortunately. I, I hope Tomasello's okay. No, I don't. Be- I don't care. <laughs> okay. Do you care, really? No, I don't. But, but <laughs> I, I didn't want people to think I Dude, did. <laughs> we're on a podcast where we say fuck and shit and cunt. You know, like, what do we care? <laughs> You're right. Uh, <laughs> so no hawks. So, uh, where where are we at? So here? Paul Glenn actually wrestled really well. We're gonna get it with that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So Paul yeah. Glenn, he made it all the way to. The, I mean, basically, what's what's that? Semifinals, quarterfinals, quarterfinals, where he lost to the guy that uh, that that wrestled. DeSanto ended DeSanto up wrestling destroyed. and DeSanto destroyed. Sure. But he only lost him one zip. I mean, granted, Paul, like as you said earlier tight. on, Paul Glenn is not going to see the lineup. He'll granted. never see the lineup. Unlo- there's injuries that could happen. But I love having a kid right there I at like that, that level. I like that idea. Yeah. That used to be how Iowa was, where somebody get hurt, boom, the next guy yeah. in. They're only maybe dropping, what, four spots in fucking national rank, you know? And, and not, not to talk shit. But if uh, a DeSanto goes down from injury, it's not going to be the same as losing a Michael Kimmer and having Bowman fill in. 
We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. that and actually, so hard. that was actually supposed to be on our last last podcast already. Was I was talking about Kemmer fucking being out. And we talked about this. There was talks about his ACL and shit. And we were talking about his shoulder from what we saw at Nationals and stuff. Yeah. Kemmer's a hurt unit. I think he's he's got multiple injuries from what I'm hearing. And... Um, it's one of those things like I, I, I we think we got to let him sit. And this is the year that even if Kemmer was 100%, uh, it'd be tight. Here's the thing. I don't, because, I don't I don't think Kemmer is necessarily as banged up as maybe we think he is. Uh, I think he's on a road to recovery mm-hmm. for a f- few injuries. Sure, yes. But he has it, a medical shirt to burn. And it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Brands looks at it the same way fans and you and me are looking at it next year's it, year it makes sense here's actually should, should we yeah i'm bringing it up fuck it like we, we've been drinking it's not a mistake uh <laughs> <laughs> like we were talking earlier like if next year we don't win the national championship it's almost a guarantee right we're not gonna be the isle of old we'll never get back there we will never see it again yeah. Next year has to be the year. Yeah. yeah. Granted, we could win for, it again the year after. For, for someone as naive as me that goes into every season saying this is our year, even last year, when we weren't anywhere close. We even wrestled a good tournament. But I said all year, even the week going into the NCAAs, sure. that we're going to win it. Yeah, we had. Yeah. And we felt we fall far short of that. Yeah. I I think we have a better team this year than we did last year. I don't think we're going to win it this year. I think I finally have, have <laughs> came to realization. Have you been beaten down enough? I, I have. Oh, my butt is getting The sore. thing is, it, it's I'm more confident about this team than I was last year's team. You're right. Yeah. Uh, me, I'm. I don't know about this year, but anyways, we'll, we're gonna we're, we'll get. I get I that. see a lot of positive, bright spots mm-hmm. throughout the wrestling program right now, mm-hmm. and I I am uh, I I am more confident this year as far as us being having a shot for second than I was last year. Last year, I, w- I was being bold-headed and just saying, nope, we're doing it no matter what. This year, I'm, I'm being a little more logical. I think we we are legitimate top two team. If everyone's wrestling at their full capacity. This year? Yeah. Hmm. Still? Right now? Without right now. Kimmer? Right now, without Kimmer. Interesting. Caleb Young. Yeah. Yeah, he's turning everyone's head right now. He turned my head tonight. He lost tonight, and he turned my head. Even with the loss. Even with the loss, that kid was wrestling through shit that I didn't think he could wrestle through. Well, we'll we'll talk about that one. Actually, I have a lot to say on that one too. Okay, so we're we're not anywhere close to Caleb Young. So Austin Santo. 
Had had a good tournament. Oh, he looked good. He I looked fucking good. love Austin yeah. DeSanto. Austin DeSanto is one of those guys that when he comes out, he has that face like he wants to rip somebody's fucking head off. Yeah. And I I am all for it. Like he, if he accidentally accidentally rips somebody's head off, I'm I want to be the first one picketing in the corner saying, "Hey, hey, hey." He he's lapsed-minded. Like this is just he's crazy. Yeah. That's going to happen. Yeah. You know, like, sure, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe he's, it's illegal. I get that. You can't rip somebody's head off. <laughs> but he's crazy. He doesn't deserve the death penalty. And again, going back to what we talked about. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Put him in insane asylum, for Christ's sakes, and let him wrestle. But going back to what we talked about early on in the season is what what's so exciting about him is his, his technique is not perfect. But it, no. he, his, <laughs> his, his mat awareness and his way to wrestle, like just his mat awareness is awesome. Sure. He is great in scramble situations, mm-hmm. and he proved that again in 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 this. Yeah, he, he wrestled through every position at the best of his ability. You know what he, he reminds me of every time. You know what he reminds me of. He reminds me of like these old like, and I shouldn't say old because they're old, but they're <laughs> the seventies wrestling. Like when like wrestling was really starting to like get organized and serious and like high school and stuff like that. These are the guys that like literally there was no like athletes out. They were just all like, I'm going to wrestle, and they're like brute strength guys. Like, I pick up rocks over here, and I set them down over here. You know, like <laughs> farmers that, like, you know, my dad tells me to pick corn and milk cows every day, and that's why I do, and I'm, so I'm really good at wrestling. You know, like that's <laughs> – he reminds me of one of those guys, except on top of that, he is crazy athletic. Like you saw, he doing flips and fucking yeah. cartwheels and shit, and yeah. like, like he. But he would be really good at milking cows. Oh and my land! Hay bales. He would rip the udders <laughs> right off that fucking cow. I tell you, yeah, because he'd get angry. Like it ain't squirting right, it ain't squirting right. I. He just like cuts open the whole fucking udder. Desanto is one of those kids to where it's not gonna happen. But if he happened to somehow go zero and two at nationals, I would he he would walk out the mat and I just clear I, the I, fucking room. Well, that's well, what I well, say. Well, yeah, clear. Yeah, clear the room. But yeah. that's still a kid. I love that kid. You know what I mean? Oh no, just shit! Of his mentality, I we probably even had the same conversation already on the podcast. Or I mean, like I'm one of those guys. I love head cases. I love guys. They're so serious about what they do that it drives everybody else crazy. You know, like like I go to a grocery store, and if there's a guy that is sacking my groceries that just on the fucking ball knows how what like no, this ice cream does not go with bananas, motherfucker. You know, like he's that like he knows how to do, and he loves his job. He has a smile. He fucking gets excited about it. He shakes your hand on your way out. I love those fucking people. Granted, DeSanto's not a guy to smile, but he is a guy that loves what he does. Yes. And he is passionate of it and feels every second of what he does. Meet like like we're talking practices. Practice. Practice. Like every practice, I guarantee every second of what he does, 
He it loves it High because intensity. he knows that it matters in the long run. Yeah. I love those fucking kids. Yes. Yeah. I love every one that, of them. And that's why he's at Iowa. That's why he came here. Holy shit, I get excited about that stuff. Yeah. I like, love, I, love, I love people that really feel what they're doing makes a difference. Because you have people like Gavin and I that that uh, life halfway revolves around guys like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, uh, Jesus H. DeSanto is a guy. Seriously, if I was a creeper, like, you know, one of those, like, should I say it? Should I say it? I don't know. Just go for it. You don't even know what I'm going to say. I know. You're I creeping wanna... me out. Though. All right. Yeah, I'll do it. Fuck it. Nobody knows me here. So if I was like one of those like Seabolt motherfuckers that had like took in kids off the street and put them in my house and trained them how to wrestle and stuff, DeSanto would be one of those fuckers. He would be a guy that would be like, all right, buddy, you and I, we're, I'll, everything I know I'll throw at you. Let's see what happens and let's take you to the top. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. He would be fucking again, fun. That's – I love the way he wrestles. Yeah. Because, again, it, it's not about who has the best technique. Who It's who can outlast the other person. Yeah. And when he gets in scramble situations, it's probably the most exciting Iowa wrestling that I've seen all year. <sighs> be, because – he his mat awareness is awesome. It's awesome. If all of our kids had that, they we we would be easily number two in the country right now. Hmm? Number one would be nice. Yeah, number, number two, okay. Well, we got we have to actually have them on our dual schedule for that to be a possibility. God, all right, we could talk about that for days. But anyways, moving on. One forty one. Max Mirren. Mm-hmm. Max Mirren had a really good tournament, man. Yes, he did. So, click, click, tink, tink, tink. All right, so. So, yeah. he made it all the way to the finals. Yeah. Uh, Again, wrestled a really tough tournament to get there. And the most exciting thing to talk about is what he did at the end of this match in the finals. Right. So he got second. Yeah. So it it was a it was a three to two match. Uh, Five two. No, it it was three to two. I I I don't even fucking think that last takedown even counted. Okay. There was one second on the clock, and Max Mirren tried to give up. Yeah, yeah. He tried to throw a headlock. In my opinion, the whistle had already blown. I was actually I swore at the TV because I didn't think that it was a legitimate takedown. What'd you say? Fuck you. I said, that's not a fucking takedown. <laughs> and you flipped <laughs> off the TV? Yeah, I yeah. flipped it off. Nice. You told it off. that TV. Yeah, fuck. But anyway, so. So, Max Mirren, uh, he wrestled tough no, all the no, way no, through. No, I'm saying, like, well, what did you see after the match? After the match? What do you mean? Okay, so, right oh, after. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Um. So I I am not sure what exactly happened, but it was basically a three to two match. Yeah. Uh, Mirren got taken down off off kind of a, a shitty slide by. Sure. And it was actually kind of embarrassing. Was it a boot scoot? No, it was early in the first or late in the first period, and and um he just got around his hips and it looked like an easy 
kind of snap down situation for Mirren. Okay. But somehow, um, uh, Elber was able just to slip around the side sure. and, and get a takedown on the edge of the mat. Mm-hmm. Um, but Mirren definitely was the aggressor the entire match. And I, I, and I feel like if they wrestled again, it would be a completely different match. Because other than that one weird slide by that Albert had, it he, he he did nothing to prove that he was a better wrestler. Mirren was the aggressor the entire time, and um, I'm not. And the only reason why it was a five to two match instead of a three to two match was because Mirren literally threw a headlock with maybe two seconds to go in the match. I didn't even think that. Elber had finished the takedown, but you're not getting to what I was talking about though. After the so, match, so happened. after the match, yeah, uh, they 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 went up and shook hands, and yeah. Mirren got in Elber's face, and he screamed at him. I'm not sure what he screamed at him, but all it, all I could imagine was, "You'll never beat me again," yeah. because it is short and sweet. And I can only imagine somebody as badass as Mirren in a Hawkeye singlet saying that in a lisp. And it kind of gave me chills. So all I'm getting at is, well, first off, the lisp thing, we'll put to the side because. No, 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 no. I I think that's a legitimate thing to bring up on a regular basis. I actually, I'm one of those guys. You know it's weird for me. Okay. So I love when badasses have a lisp. Like we're talking, if you look at some of the biggest badasses on earth, I mean, I mean, uh, we can't go that far, but there's a lot of real badasses that have not necessarily a lisp or a defect or whatever, uh, a fact I would uh, more likely put it as in, in their voice. Like, ah, like we even talked to Branzas. And they have a little high pitchedness, a little little effect. They, they have a they twang. Have, yeah, they have something going on there. Okay. Bangers. We talk uh, Mike Tyson. He has a for sure list talking there? and we'll a for sure fucked up. I don't know what he is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and it, it is a fairly common <laughs> theme. And th- this is like one of those. I mean, just like DeSanto. You know, like he's a crazy son of a bitch. Either the rumored That's Autism. why we love him. Oh, fuck yeah, I love that guy. But like he, he was rumored to be autistic or whatever. I don't know the whole story there exactly, I guess. But, you know, he's got the crazed look in the eye and the whole, like, it, every all those aspects just roll up into one, you know, between, like, the, the high pitch, the, like, craziness, and all that stuff that comes with well, you got to be off to wrestle to begin with. And uh, it's one of those things that just, especially at that level, you know, like you, like no matter where you come from at mm-hmm. the Division One level, yeah. you are on top before you get there. Oh, I even, you know what's weird? Like I'm one of those guys. Like I feel like I'm pretty fucking normal, which a lot of people argue. But I, I feel like if I, if I like that, even the soft-spoken ones, like like Marinelli, soft-spoken, nice guy, and then you see him and he's fucking jacked. I'm like, that's a guy 
This scares the fucking yeah. shit out of me. Yeah. That, and guess what? As he should. He will kill you. You never want to piss off a guy He like will that. kill you with kindness and then will de- fucking destroy Well, not you. only that. Those are the guys that you don't know how angry they really are until they fucking snap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like kind of like a, you, Gab. I, I'm pretty calm a lot. But, yes. I've seen you snap. <laughs> yeah, you don't like it. I mean, nobody should. It's, I get, I run away. In my mind, I run away. I black out. <laughs> see red and I kill somebody. And then I bury the body and we never see But it. going back to Max Mirren. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wrestled a good tournament. Yeah, and so then, yeah, he freaked out on the guy, blah, blah. We don't know what he said exactly, but it was one of those things. I like seeing that side of it. Like, I like to see that he got upset losing to a guy that, what was that guy ranked? Uh, I want to say he was seventh or ninth. So, a guy that, you know, sure, he's he's beatable, but a guy that, like, is still legitimate, and he still got pissed off enough to say, like, mm, oh, yeah, I'll get him next time. No, it's more like, that was fucking bullshit. I had this match. I will win this match again. Like, he's that pissed off about that match that you know he will win that next time. In my mind. I have no idea what he said, but I just envisioned it like this. If he He stepped in there and he said, you'll never fucking beat me again. And I'm (laughs) sticking to that. Except with a lisp. Yeah, with a lisp. And it was scarier. (laughs) But anyways... So, I love any time, and that happened early, later on then, too. I feel like uh, um, there's a few matches that we, we lost that, uh, like Caleb Young, I felt like he came off the mat angry enough where I was like, good. Yeah. I'm glad he's angry. Yeah, so, El- uh, no, who did Caleb Young wrestle? I don't know, We're on, we're, but that's not till later. So, now we're on to Lugo. Lugo. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to think about Lugo, man. Yeah. I am I am at a total uh, toss up on how I think he may do it at nationals. Um he he's either an all American guy or he is Well so a match or two away from place finishing. First off, he lost to Klosdick. Yet again. Seven to four this time. I mean, I'll, uh, I think that's roughly the score is what it was last time. But what sucked about last time when they wrestled is you felt that Lugo he gained, he yeah. gained confidence yeah, yeah, throughout the match. Mm-hmm. And uh, same, same, basically kind of almost the same outcome. Um, yeah. It didn't play a factor. But I will say Lugo is the real deal. He's a strong fucker. He's in good positions. He can, be an, he can yeah. beat anybody. Yeah. I, I, I hope he's not like a Joe Johnson and just beats, like, uh, uh, upsets the best kid of the tournament and then goes 0-2 and doesn't yep. finish. I'm just going to say, Lugo, sitting out a year is hard. You know, you don't – you kind of forget that little, like, mm, you know, that little uh, – The good thing is we're only – Fucking ha- anger streak, that little, like, animal instinct – that you need to stay on tilt, on edge, to like keep yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like sure, but we're and the good thing is we're only we're only halfway through the season. We're only halfway there. Uh-huh. 
We know. Uh, I know. You were looking for that song. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> bon Jovi sucks. Anyways, I'm just saying, like, this is um, hopefully that's another wake-up call for Lugo. Hopefully, I mean, granted, he's had a few too many already. <laughs> he should have woke up by now, but we have nobody else there. And we do have him back for next year, which hopefully next year is the year. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about him. That's a that's a big question mark. Mixed feelings at that weight, we we can say. Yeah. All uh, right. So going into 157, Caleb Young. Uh, Caleb Young was on a tear the entire tournament up until finals. That is hands down the most confident I have felt about Caleb Young all season long. Yeah, I mean, it, what did you think of the last match, though, against well, Deacon? Number two, yeah, Ken. Sure, sure. He yeah. he had his – so he got taken down super early in the match, but I felt the way De- – Deacon cut him um, with about a minute and a half to go in the first period, and, and you could tell that Deacon thought he'd have his way with Caleb Young. And Caleb honestly got in on a lot of really good shots against him. I thought that could go Caleb's way if he wrestles a perfect match. But uh, Deacon just, I I feel, overcame him a little bit. You know what's funny? So, like, when I was watching right there with uh, Caleb, you know, like, he, I mean, and, and I've seen many of his matches, obviously, but he's nothing flashy. He's an average wrestler as far as, like, uh, I hate to say this, but as far as, uh, no, I don't want to say talent. He's an average, you know what, I'll go with that. He's an average wrestler as far as I, I would say as talent goes. You know what I'm saying? He's not like your Cash Wilkie, which, no, which I, Cash I, Wilkie I was, I was really low on Caleb Young to begin the season. I I felt like he was a, a definite weak spot in our lineup and I've I've completely have changed that that thought process because he, he he proved to me at least during Midlands that he's right there. He's a, he's at an all American level. Well here's the thing. Usually at an all American level you can pick out one or two things that make him an all American. I cannot do that with Caleb Young. Okay. To me, it, it has to be just one of those things. Like, like when I see like Marinelli, I see brute strength. I see bullheadedness, bull like he is the bull, the the go at you aggressiveness. You don't feel like Caleb Young's wrestling at an aggressive level. I I feel he is, but I I think so. You know, you can have horrible talent, horrible. You can be a horrible wrestler and have that same thing. Sure. I don't see a scenario that makes him as good as what he is. So, one, there's two scenarios here. One, it could be a farce. Two, it could be he has unbelievable farmer strength I do not see, and he just controls as much, just enough, for me not to notice. I... 
And that, that, that's very an, possible. That's a very Iowa possible thing. Yes. That's yes. a very Iowa Hawkeye wrestling possible possibility. Yes. In fact, I haven't seen that. Well, actually, the, the closest one I know to that would Jay, be a Jay Borchel. Yeah, sure. Or Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Even though he's from Pennsylvania. Mike Evans actually, yeah, yeah. Mike Evans was close to that, too. Yeah, no, he wasn't yeah. an athlete. But he was he, nothing he, special. He, he controlled. The thing with Mike Evans, though, is when he was wrestling people that were not very good, he beat the shit out of them. Yeah, because he'd hurt them. Yeah. <laughs> he liked hurting people. Yeah, yeah. Jay Borschel, and, uh, you know, he would ride him out and he'd beat him and he'd somehow even tech fall him, but you never saw it. It, it, it was funny. Uh, uh, Mike Evans went to a clinic in he, he went to a clinic in Coon Rapids Bayard mm-hmm. and he was talking to their their wrestlers about how to like how how to basically force somebody over and to get somebody to to commit to going to their back yeah. and they asked him like so what's your trick like, my tricks to hurt him hurt him bad yeah. yeah he goes make it so painful mm-hmm. that they have to yeah and that was his advice and and <laughs> that's crazy oh like, i love it you, i fucking love it yeah i i mean i i was not a very good wrestler but i was one of those guys that like i made sure everything i did and in, inflicted some kind of uncomfort oh gavin i i wrestled gavin multiple times and i would feel like i would be getting good position on on you sometimes and next thing I knew, and, and Gavin's the biggest homophobia I'll ever meet, but every once in a while I'd get a fucking handful up my ass crack. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And <laughs> <laughs> it would send me flying. Oh, man. The amount of uncomfort I've had wrestling you yeah. is annoying, and I hate it. I, uh, I mean, thank you. Thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> take that as a compliment. I'll do all you want, bud. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, I was not that great, but uh, I, I fucking like any chance I got, I would get an edge. You know, if it was borderline cheating, like I'm talking, like you know, slipping in that freaking forearm a little deeper around the neck to where it's real uncomfortable, and I just happen to fall to their knees. You know. <laughs> Or, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, I, first off, I was in a lot of front heads. I loved it. And people almost take me down. I would jack up the front head into my chest just to try to make it that much more uncomfortable rather than snapping it down and trying to go around. As you should. Yeah, I fucking love that shit. You know, only because I was not good anywhere else, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, even my coach in college told me, that that bullshit cannot happen in the wrestling room. I ha- it has to be taken out on the mat. I'm like, oh, oh, well, that's so I can't even practice what I'm good at. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a whole nother style. <laughs> and like cross faces. Oh God, My, I had an assistant coach I wrestled with, Coach Waylon. I don't know if I should give his name out, but he told me flat out. If I ever cross-face him again like that again, he's going to beat the shit out of me. I'm like, 
What do I do in that scenario then? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to kill me. I guess I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, funny. So, what weight are we on? Fifty or no, now sixty-five. Now, now. Love you. That's. That's all I can really say. Which is my style. Marinelli's a fucking horse. Yeah. God, uh, I love that guy. And, you know, it sucks because he had to... Was it, it's not John Wick, is it? No, what's his name? That's, Evan. That, that's Evan Wick. Evan Wick. John Wick's the movie, a little comeback. Basically the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Except he doesn't win every time. Lanky... Fucking Tough huge hands. God, we were even talking about when he was wrestling. That we watched the Midlands together, and I'm like, remember that interview we had but didn't have on so, tape? So, so not only did we not bring you a podcast two weeks ago, we you also missed out <laughs> I, I think on, we talked about on, on, oh, on, on a complete interview. For those of you fuck nuts that didn't la- listen last year, at Nationals, we had that fucking interview. The best interview on earth. And I was... Well, I got kicked out of Nationals for being drunk. Yeah. And then so, you were trying uh, to videotape. So I remember telling Gavin, no, I got it. It's recording. <laughs> it's recording. I got this. None of it recorded. That's just like our our uh, last podcast. I thought it was like one of our best podcasts. Well, and uh, it's uh, gone. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it was my comp- that one was my computer's fault. I was not <laughs> drunk for that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that heaven wick. So I, I, I we'll, we'll talk about it again. Why not? Yeah, but anyway, so, sud got third last year. So we were done with nationals. It was like Barry, uh, Barry, uh, fucking what's Barry Davis. Name? Barry Davis's uh, last year. He had a oh, it was his retirement party even yeah. going on upstairs. And but beforehand, they came down. They were downstairs in the bar we were at at nationals, and they were like getting ready to party. We hung out with a bunch of Wisconsin fans. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Evan Wick was one of them, and, I, and Evan Wick beat Marinelli last year. I think he caught him yeah, in the cradle or something. Yeah, some pinned like him that. right away. And he has giant hands, lanky fucker. And right away, I'm thinking he's a basketball player. Has to be looking wise, you know. Like get over here. I'm challenging you in uh, in the the shooting game where you just shoot the, a bunch of balls. Yeah, yeah. basketball yeah. game. The game, and and uh, he's like, yeah, okay. He's like, you're paying. I'm like, yeah, I initiate contact. <laughs> co-owner. <laughs> anyway, so put in the dollar, and our budget was spent. And uh, <laughs> anyways, we're shooting balls. I beat the living shit out of him by one basket. And uh, is that a contradictory thing? But anyways. Uh, we got in the conversation. I'm like, "What does it take to get you to Iowa? Like, even if let's let." And he's like, "I'm not gonna say that." I'm like, "Oh, so there is something, you know? <laughs> like, if we take you to the strip club right now and get you laid, and I promise you that that'll happen three days a week every week that you're at Iowa." <laughs> he's like, "I can't, I can't say that." I'm like, "Hypothetically speaking, but anyways." Uh, he, he was a great interview. Great kid. Love the guy, but we beat him. Fuck him now. Yep. Yep. It, it, it was a, real, a really awkward thing to cheer against, yeah. but uh, I was still screaming at the TV, and it yeah. was a nice nice win for Marinelli. And we officially, I think, have a n- new number two in the country. 
At the very least. Yeah, Marinelli is going to jump from number four to number two because he's yeah, undefeated. Yeah. Just upset uh, John Wick. And uh, if he wins it this year, he's a three timer, boys. He's only and a girls. sophomore. Yeah, but, but but so is uh, so Evan. is so is Evan Wick. Yeah, Evan Wick is also a, a sophomore. Other than that, they are completely separated from anybody in the top nine right now. Um, so it is going to be a battle back and forth between those two for yep. the top two in the country moving forward. Um, man, it's gonna be Marinelli. He needs to stay healthy. For one, he's still wearing that knee brace. He uh, yeah, he and, wrestles with a style that he's going to get dinged up. And, and by the way, number one right now is Joseph, who we all saw Marinelli beat him last year in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um. Not talking about him. Don't care. I'm just saying that like Marinelli's biggest proponent is making it through a whole year healthy. He has a style. Where he will get dinged up. He will sure. pull muscle. He's big and bulky. His tendons probably can't handle all the mass that he might have. You know, like, he uh, probably is not that flexible just by looks of him. I don't know. Uh, he looks like he's 82, um, give or take, four years. And, uh, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, he – uh, he headbutts a lot. He fucking everything is in between the shoulders. Okay, everything. The way he wrestles is everything needs to stay between the shoulders. Um, if there's a guy like Evan Wick that shoots a long, long outside single on him, sure. it's gonna be tough. Sure, and he's and, gonna and, lose and, a few of those. And you look at the takedowns that he got against Evan, and, and they were, they were really. In tight, close double legs around, completely submerge the hips. He's not the greatest from bottom. No, no. And so he got, he got rode out pretty hard against Evan. Yeah. yeah. And granted, he but you knew he that he was stalling out time too. Yeah. You know, he wasn't. He wasn't giving his full. But I'm just saying, like, uh, he he is a guy that I would uh, put my money on every week to win. Even like in nationals, every match to win, like he's just I put a fucking brute, and I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, at least fun. God, uh, it. I I think we can skip over one seventy four. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, uh, Bowen, kind of a disappointment. So we're not gonna. Yeah, but he just cut really. You know, was this his first? Yeah, this is his first match actually making the weight and wrestling it. He, he, he wrestled a couple of t- tough matches, but uh, for the sake of time, I feel like we're going to go way over on this one. There's not too much to talk about there. I will say, I will say, he's going to be a nice villain. I think he's going to be a national qualifier. Oh, he'll definitely I be a national qualifier. I think he will win a couple matches at nationals. He'll, he'll be a cup. I, I think he has an out. Very far outside chance of being an All-American. But I think he'll come down to a match or two. Uh, he's going to score us points at Nationals, sure. which will be big. In fact, I would venture to say he might score as many as uh, the next one we're going to talk about. Cash Wilkie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So Cash Wilkie, uh, disappointed again. Um. All right, it's official. Cash Wilkie still pisses me off. Yeah, God, he's so frustrating because what we were talking about tonight is, is that kid has more finesse and more athletic ability than ninety percent of the kids in the starting lineup. He's an idiot. He he relies one hundred percent on his flashiness. And if that doesn't work, he he, he doesn't used, do anything with yeah, it. He uses no grit to win. No. And like you said, like he got in deep on a lot of shots and and you just said he just doesn't have the willpower to finish it. He's not gonna finish no. it. And he, you were right. Like there there was one instance and I I'm not saying like we've all been in those wrestling matches to where you're deep in on a shot and you're trying to come up on one and the team is yelling at you to finish it, but you understand that this kid is stronger than what they understand. You know you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, it it's more weight than the people but 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 the thing is you're an Iowa wrestler. And and you've gotta have you you've gotta do something to create action to keep it going because you are in an awesome opportunity to score. Yeah. And he doesn't do that. All right. Here here here's my uh, you know, synopsis or whatever. Like I I I don't I don't know what's going through his mind. You know, I don't know what he feels like is the scenario, but as I watch him wrestle, well, actually, Cash, you better. I hope you're listening. He's one of these guys that he is better than most, and he feels like he can win it later on. Okay, and we've seen that time and time again where he can win him in overtime, and he feels like he doesn't have to put forth that extra effort in order to get into overtime. Or even to win it before overtime, or even, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like he feels like he has these scenarios in his mind where he still has it won, but he he doesn't, and he doesn't realize that there's other opponents that still think the same thing as well. So um, there's uh, th- this, I, and the way I was explaining to Keenan is that he has no grit in his fucking. Um, you know, mentality. He has no idea. He has no, he fights everything for a split second. If he feels like he doesn't have it one, he runs. He runs. He, uh. he will get, somebody will take a shot, hit his leg, hits him deep enough on his kneecap. Let's say he's, they're a little higher than his kneecap, so he can't sprawl enough. All he does is turn and spin out and run, or he, like the one that you thought, oh no, that's a good move. And he, what he did is he turned back towards the other guy's leg, but he left himself dead hipped to where his only scenario is is to wait for that stalemate. That's his only scenario because he went dead hipped. He forced himself into a dead hip rather than instantly hitting that leg and then popping back up onto his, you know, getting his his knee yeah. under him, his opposite knee under him, and 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 sitting out under it and and fighting for the hips. Yeah, control. and what you know with a kid like Wookie is, you know, he has athletic ability to pull to that do off. so. Yes, yeah. because everything he does. Is flashy, yeah. No, he's a one-hit move wonder. Kai. Yeah, it, like like you hear 
like in high school, like those of you that wrestle in high school, how many times have your coaches yelled, not one move, two moves, three moves, four moves, do you fucking just hit, 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 go, move, fucker, yeah. you know, like when you're down or something like that. He's not that kind of could, guy. Could you imagine if Wolke had like an Austin DeSanto type of uh, mat, mat awareness? or Yeah, or anything when it comes to that. Right. You know, because Austin DeSanto is not a flashy fucker at all. He's an aggressor. He's a he's a guy that he his shots don't look fancy. No, but by God, he's gonna make them work. He's gonna make them happen. He's gonna score points off them. If there was some kind of in between there for for Cash Wilkie, especially at this weight, where you know he doesn't need to get like it's not the opponent's weight that's keeping him dead hipped now. He's cut so much weight that he should be the strongest kid on the mat every time. But you don't see it. You don't you don't feel it when you see him wrestling. I agree. And it's yeah, he's upsetting fucker. He's going to be right where he was last year. He doesn't turn it around. If he doesn't fucking nut up. Fucking be an Iowa wrestler like you are, guy. All right, so next we had Jacob Warner. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Well, that one's tough. Fifth place. Yeah, that's fifth place. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I, yeah, this Tanner, what the fuck, Sloan? Tanner Sloan came out of nowhere and beat, beat the shit out of him. I don't know how that happened. Didn't see it. Did you see it? Did no. Did you watch any? No, I know K would beat him in the, uh, quarterfinals going in, I, going for third I know place. this isn't really our topic as far as because uh, we're all Iowa but uh, this should be a kid that we should have recruited Albert Nett just down the road off of 30 I think right or something yeah. like that like not far from Iowa City two time state champ like we're talking this is like a Jaron Glosser kind of kid a kid that like fucking uh, you know Sure, he, he's lost a few early on. I mean, he was a two-time state champ, though, still. From 1A school, this is a kid that he would have loved to walk on at Iowa. Guaranteed. Ain't no way about that. Like, it, guaranteed he would have wanted it. Right. All we would have had to do is show him a, a high majority of interest. Not necessarily a scholarship, even. I don't know what... Fucking uh, South Carolina or uh, uh, fucking uh, South Dakota State offered him, but I mean, if they give him a full ride off the bat, sure, maybe we had a little. I don't know what the scenario was there, and uh, I might be wrong as far as maybe maybe we did offer him the moon and he didn't do it because he wanted to go somewhere where he started right away and did something special right away. But it seems like a kid that would have loved to go to Iowa, and that's upsetting. Yeah. And and not to say he's great or anything. Yeah, we, we don't know. He's a true freshman. We haven't seen him in a live scenario outside of this. We got a stud right there, too. We have a stud. But this is an Iowa guy that beat a guy we got from where? Colorado, I think. Warner. Um, that, I, uh, I mean, Warner is good. But as we know, Warner is not flashy. And it's interesting. I... Uh, it blows my mind kind of a little bit. Yeah. And, but then again, Warner did have, 
he did have like that sprained ankle and shit. Who knows what hobbled him, if anything, or what are you looking at? He's from Illinois. Illinois. Okay. Colorado, Illinois, same yeah. same states. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I just only divided by Iowa. Hmm. Uh, I I I just don't know. Like Albernet seems like a a place that, you know, we normally would have. 10, 15 years ago right. have him as at very least a second string. He would at the very least filled in nicely at, um, at you know, 74. We're missing the camera right now. Right. I don't know. Uh, so. But not Warner... So we ended up uh, basically injury defaulting them in the last match, right? No, no, they it got injury defaulted to Warner. Well, the, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So Warner didn't injury default out. Um, so going into heavyweight, we had. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it was tight. Um, I wish I would have saw that match actually. So I, I don't so Stoll after a second match decided to medical forfeit the rest of the way out, oh. which which I kind of uh, yeah we're fine with this. Yeah, we we saw that coming. Um, Costello wrestled like shit. Typical. What and we expected out of him early on in the season, he wrestled he wrestled way better early on the season, but he had nobody. I guess right. Uh, so and then we had Cassiope. He ended up be getting seventh. Yeah, but, he, you know, I, I think I've said this before, but, uh, like, if you're redshirting or if you're not wrestling attached, it is it is a whole nother mentality. Like, you don't, you know, maybe he drank a couple nights before, you know, maybe, uh, you know. Yeah. Not everyone approaches wrestling the way you did again. No, I'm just saying, like, uh, it's not necessarily, like, uh a good barometer as far as your talent goes because you don't feel like you're the guy that needs to be the guy. You know what I'm saying? Granted, no, hopefully anybody that goes to Iowa doesn't like to lose. So, so but, Cassiope lost his stencil. He got, he got pinned on yeah, the backside stencil's good. in 43 seconds. So listen to what stencil did on the yeah. backside of the bracket. So stencil stencil loses. Mm-hmm. And his first match on the backside, he pins Costello in a minute 12 seconds. Mm-hmm. He pins Cassiope in 43 seconds. Mm-hmm. And he pins Paris in 30 seconds. Yeah. And then, and then, and then he wins. Against Nevels. What, 10 to 5? Against Nevels? Uh, the brother of... Penn yeah. State Nevels. I think it's AJ Nevels. Yeah. The brother of Nick Nevels. Who we had a Penn State fan tell us last year that yeah. that Nevels was gonna that quit. AJ he was, was gonna, gonna be better than Nick Nevels and that Nick Nevels was gonna take a backseat to AJ because they felt that AJ was better than Nick. Is what we were told. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. But so he ended up at Fresno State, which means that he's closer to home. Right. Which makes sense. Which is very plausible that he still could be uh, the better of the two brothers, uh, as far as the career goes, but not necessarily right now. Right. You know, that's a four-year difference. For sure. So, I in fact I still say that AJ Neville's might be better than what 
Nick Nevels is. You know, was. As far as their careers go. But, um, and then that, that, that stencil beat him. Pretty handedly. Yeah. Like, we were watching the match. It was, uh. It was ugly. Not even. It wasn't, it wasn't a match. Yep. Uh, there was nothing that Nevels could do. So, so the kid's good. Cassiope's good. We know this. Yeah. And, and I, it doesn't worry me because a 43 second fall that's is a, that's a heavyweight scenario where you got caught. Yeah, it's a big move. Yep. Um, that that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, we're gonna come back with an extra extra, extra, extra podcast. So we'll talk, have a little more fun, and, and not talk so much about uh, the bad things that happen tonight, as opposed to. Oh, we're gonna talk about bad things. Oh, we always talk about Go Hawks! Initiate contact. Get us on Twitter. Follow us. Uh, get the extra extra coming up next.